Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May.
Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Independent Music Podcast. We started with two things that I love, two things that I know that Gareth also loves, dub and flute. Yes, that is true. Any form of woodwind in any sort of dub or funk track is all right by me. Exactly. Wonderful drums, dub and flute and other assorted woodwind in that one. That is Betamax versus Clive Bell. And the track is called Visions. It's part of a full length, which is coming out on Bird Out Records on the 26th of November. Betamax is a drummer from Soccer 96 and Comet is Coming. Also done some solo stuff under Betamax. And Clive Bell is his dad. So they are coming together for some wonderful father-son dub. Uh, yeah, into that a lot. Any other sort of father-son dub combos you can think of? I couldn't think of any, uh, so I don't know why. Prince I... Fatty and King Jammy. Is, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. That'll, that'll do. Um, that was a really terrible way to go down, wasn't it, given I didn't have any examples of it. <laughs> that was all I could come up with off the top of my head. <laughs> No, but no, a really cool and really lovely way to start the pod as well. Really looking forward to seeing Soccer 96 this weekend as well at uh, End of the Road Absolutely, Festival. Absolutely, yeah, on the TP stage at End of the Road where there's also Vanishing Twin and Sarathi Korwa. Normally when you go to a festival, it's quite tempting to go and just like watch all the bands that you know and like and you've seen loads of times before. And I sometimes try to avoid that. But this festival is obviously completely different because I haven't seen any of my favourite bands in ages. So it's like, I can see just all the usual shit because that feels new. <laughs> the usual exceptional artistry and talent of Soccer 96, Vanishing Twin and assorted <laughs> others that are going to be there. <laughs> and yes, yeah, so even though we're recording this before, I think we should at this point congratulate you on a wonderful Raw Power Festival and, and an exceptional Saturday night entertainment. Thank you very much. I especially liked it when you uh, took your top off, stood on the table, swung it around your head while playing Macho Man. Yes, I mean, stood on the table and swung the table around. Mate. Swung your T-shirt around your head while playing Macho Man. Sorry, man. There's definitely a chance that could be true. But <laughs> if you weren't there, you wouldn't know. Um, anyway, I'm going to play some music from a band I think might have played Raw Power before. They've certainly played for you before in the past. It's a Japanese trio, Kunatic. They definitely have their first ever UK show, or certainly London show anyway, was at Raw Power a few years back. And now they are releasing their first album. Uh, this is actually on Glitterbeat Records, a uh, favourite of the pod we haven't played for some time now. It's called Gate of Cluna, and this track is called Tishyam. <laughs>
There you have it, Sounds of Kunatic. The track is called Tishan and the album is called Gate of Kluna. It's coming out uh, later this year via Glitterbeat Records. Very excited I am to hear that as well. How did you find that, Anthony Chalmers? Yep, liked it very much. Another song with quite a strong dub feeling there. I felt the, the bass quite forward in the mix. Nice dub feeling. I was going to correct you when you said we haven't played Glitterbeat much recently because I thought we had. But I just checked, and while Glitter Pete got played seven times on the podcast in 2020, that is the first of 2021. Is that correct? I wouldn't have guessed that, but uh, yeah, maybe they just need to pull their finger out this year, Anthony. Maybe that's what it's <laughs> no, I thought we played Lucid Vox, but um, maybe that was last. Maybe that was last year. Who can tell? Perhaps. And yeah, well, Kunatic is such a phenomenal band. Uh, yeah, like I say, three piece from Tokyo. Uh, released an EP a couple of years ago, oh, 2017, according to this. I can't believe that's right. Called Kurandia. And they had a split with a Taiwanese fuzz site garage band, uh, Crocodilia, that came out as well. But this is their first album. And yeah, sort of in the same vein as like Vanishing Twin, you know, mixing uh, pop sensibilities with a bit of experimental and psychedelia and just uh, exquisitely enjoyable listener absolutely can you move on to another band that i've put on before actually although this one is uh, not for a long while before it is hate rock they're a duo from melbourne australia it's h-t-r-k and they've been going for i'm gonna say 15 years now many wonderful albums but every time they do a new release it's always something to look forward to and this time it's sort of like a attributes the wrong word it's been strongly influenced by uh american country music and just sort of storytelling gothic americana and for a band who play a sort of electronic a little dubby a little something that's not like that <laughs> it's definitely a slight difference for them but i feel that while the style is different the tone and the feeling and the sort of the landscape that their music gives is the same it is unquestionably hate rock and this one is from the record, which is called Rhinestones. It's the first single. It's called Kiss Kiss and Rhinestones. I can make you glitter. I can make you feel glitter than this. I can make you glitter. I can make you feel glitter than this. Kiss and run 
absolutely glorious two minutes of uh, acoustic guitar and vocal perfection. Hate Rocks, Kiss Kiss and Rhinestones from the album Rhinestones. It's going to be coming out. It doesn't say a label here specifically, but it says vinyl, CD and cassette available from Boomcat. And I know Boomcat Editions released the last uh, album. So I'm presuming this is... No, you are incorrect. It is N&J Blueberries from Australia is the label. I discovered it on uh, Norman Records and then did a little bit of digging around. So oh, yes. great. Cool, because I know the last album was released per Discogs anyway on uh, Boomcat Editions. So yeah, coming out on the Nazi label then. And they've all previously released on Ghostly International, Blast First Petite, and uh, you know many fantastic labels like that. And also on Discogs, they've got a Live at Corsica Studios 2008 as a band self-release there. That's before my time, but uh, it would have been one with plenty of friends in attendance, I'm sure based on just the music that you just played so it's not a band i'm overly familiar with and then listing those labels you know so you know boom cats and more renowned for electronic music blast first petite as well it, yeah it doesn't really chime it's a really interesting back catalogue they must have yeah they are a wonderful band and uh, survived the death of one of the three band members must be some years ago now where i thought that maybe we weren't going to do music in this guys anymore but they came through that and just still done uh yeah, a number of uh, wonderful records. Yeah, I highly recommend going and checking out the back catalogue. Excellent. So, oh, a little bit soft, a little bit psychedelic. It's uh, about time we shook something up. And actually, Anthony mentioned Boomcat. Uh, Boomcat wrote about this record that it was mind-spanking workouts uh, music, <laughs> which is... After after a, a huge party at Steve Davis's house on Saturday, like in, coming to the end of a 48-hour hangover, I need a mind-spank. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a, what I need. That is Steve Davis, the famed snooker player, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, shame I missed that. But based on the state of you today, I'm fairly happy I did. Anyway, well, you watched the streets instead. I but did. We, we both had a strong evening's entertainment. Yeah, I did not feel great the next day either. Uh, anyway, I'm going to play this. It's some Abris uh, Grilus. He's from Budapest. And the record is coming out on the death of Rave. It's called Canon. And this track is called Object Nine. Let's go, 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 let's
Mind spanking workout there. <laughs> Abris Grillus is the name of the artist. Uh, the track called Object Nine, taken from his record Canon, released via the Death of Rave. Mind spanking workout. We've played some stuff on Death of Rave before. Can't remember what they are. Appears that we have never played anything from the Death of Rave. Wow. Um, we- there we go. Yeah, it's, uh, we've played a few things. We played six things from Death Is Not the End. Uh, we played two from Death and Vanilla. We've uh, played one from <laughs> Death Cult Productions. Lots of death on this here podcast, but not Death of Rave. Um, it is a label I think we might have talked about previously, but um, no, really, really into that. It went down very well. Nice. Yes, uh, I feel spanked. You feel suitably spanked. And yeah, like I say, Abris Grillus, he's uh, from Budapest. A couple of releases on uh, Farb Vishal, uh, which is also a Hungarian label. Uh, the vocals on that done by a lady called uh, Jessica Sime or Simet. Um, and yeah, not much about her out there. But yeah, it just it's really unusual experimental record, sort of a little bit footworky, if you like, sort of like, but sort of pushing the boundaries of that. I can hear that. Yeah, it reminds me a bit of the Rian Trina records, you know, the one he did uh, that released on Planet Sure, that's U. a wonderful album. Yeah, so, you know, here, or Gabor Lazar, you know, the records with Mark Fell, there's a couple of other sort of artists really pushing those uh, Mark BPMs. Fell, Rian Trina's dad, you know. Is that right? Yeah. I did, did I? Wow, what a parental podcast this is turning out to be. <laughs> uh, I, I did not know that at all. Um, but no, certainly, yeah, certainly good for that. And though this is irrelevant radio now, but it's it's good for the context of when we're recording it. Is we're chatting on Twitter about the walk-on song for Sly and the Family Drone and, uh, you know, whether it should be Macho Man by Village People, but something like that would probably be a bit more brutal for it. Let's go, let's go. Some kind of... Uh, yeah, it could work. see where you're coming from. We'll, we'll, we'll see how drunk I am on Saturday night. <laughs> I want to play you a proper podcast exclusive here. Liam Mice, the London-based electronic musician and instrument builder, sent me a track from her album which is going to be coming out at some point the album doesn't have a name this is just like one of the confirmed songs and i was just like wow this is great can i play it on the pod and she said 
very nicely that we could. So this is a track from a forthcoming, as yet unnamed album by Leah Mice, and the track is called We Dance Back to Back.
There we go. That was the sounds of Leah Mice with We Dance Back to Back. And while that's not a mind spank, I'm sure that's given you a little bit of a workout. I think we all need a little bit of recovery after a mind spank. You know, you can't go too hard <laughs> on the uh, consistent mind spanking. I don't think we need to say that it's banking anymore in this podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. I right. think I, that is enough. <laughs> One to get you moving there from Leah Mice. That's the follow-up to her 20, well, it's a 2018 album, The Sampler as a Time Machine, which came on Optimo. She played uh, one of my New Year's Eve Eve parties, and uh, that was absolutely brilliant. She's coming back with a new big, like a massive homemade xylophone, I'd say, for lack of a better description, is one of the things that's coming in her new live set, so something to be looked forward to. Well, a big glockenspiel or xylophone, I like the sound of it. It's just like loads of tubes hanging up and going down and played with a, a glockenspiel, like a, a mallet. Yeah, looking forward to that, yeah. I am going to play, so after that, I took two fairly dancey tracks, well, dancey's pushing it, electronic tracks, I should say, and go play something that's described as pulverising black metal. This is from the wonderful Moonship Records out in the US. This is from an artist called Arcanist, and the track is called Drinking Blood. <laughs> There you go. That's the sounds of Arcanist, and the track is called Drinking Blood, uh, very subtly uh, titled, of course. It's from the record called Caustic Apparitions. It's out on the 1st of October via Moon Shipper Records out of Omaha. Yeah, I was just reading the blurb about it, and I'm glad it, it mentions the sort of punky aspect yeah. of that because it's definitely yeah there's some sort of black metal elements to that there's also just sort of some as low fi as it gets <laughs> balls out garage punk sort of uh, there as well yeah it's a bit horse ridery you know i can imagine mm. uh, viciously <laughs> riding a horse into hell uh, to well, that back to back with a nansarana you know <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, with the uh, visuals of red dead redemption too <laughs> I think that's uh, how we would go about doing that. <laughs> no, really cool. A Moonchipper record. It's one we play now and again 
on the pod. Uh, yeah, loads of great bands that have put out through that label. I was reading a thread about a sort of metal-related thing, and this person commented, which was from the band Grave Huffer. And it's just like, <laughs> I love metal band names so much. It's just so funny. Yeah, Grave Huffer is an absolute spectacular one. Uh, nothing as particularly spectacular from Moon Worshipper. Elminster uh, was like one artist that we've played on the pod, I recall. And yeah, Blood Tower and a couple of others. Effluvium is the one that I got very effusive about. Times, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, go moonshipper.bandcamp.com. Nice. I'm going to play um, another really short one, but then there's also a very peaceful one as well. It's the latest release by Ben Chasney, released on Drag City Records. Ben Chasney performed um, for many times at Six Organs of Admittance, doing lovely guitar music, psychedelic folk and drone and that sort of thing. I've long enjoyed his music. And uh, this new record is coming out Drag City in November, and the album's called The Intimate Landscape. Hmm, that's interesting. While it's on uh, Drag City Records, it's got a big KPM sign on the uh, artwork there. So, Well, KPM's a music library, right? So they obviously yeah, commissioned yeah. it for the library, and now it's getting a wide release via Drag City. I'm assuming, obviously not knowing anything about it. That makes sense to me. Might be hearing some of this music in, yes, yeah, some uh, nature documentaries. I could, I, I could imagine once you've heard it, it's going to make sense. This is the first track that's gone online from it, and it's called Water Dragon.
I can absolutely see why KPM wanted to commission that. If I was making a film, no matter the subject, <laughs> I'd happily put that in there. The beautiful sounds of Ben Chasney. What if it was a film soundtracking me riding a horse into hell? Would you use that? I, I, I guess, well, I was sort of chilling out and maybe, taking a bit of you know, a rest. Maybe, yeah, exactly. Maybe if there was like, yeah, like a tough moment when, you know, the horse was getting tired and you couldn't go anymore and you're, you know, you're watering your horse and uh, taking a bit of a break, hat over your eyes. You're right, actually. There is literally zero in <laughs> film that that could not be used in <laughs> at some point. Sorry, I completely derailed for no reason except for to tell a really dumb <laughs> no, 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 I think that joke. I think that was perfectly reasonable Thanks, uh, thing to say about it. <laughs> Looking at uh, Ben's Wikipedia, it reminded me of the trio Rangda that he has with Chris Corsano and Richard Bishop that um, I'd completely forgotten about from a few years ago. I remember sending some emails about maybe booking it and didn't, didn't come to anything. But also, not only Six Organs for Admittance, but also in the legendary psychedelic rock band Comets on Fire, who... Uh, have been someone that we've we've long occasionally talked to about coming to play at Baba Yaga's and Raw Power and whatnot. Yeah, really good. I'm really enjoying how, like, yeah, very this week's pod is even by our own I've got standards. some jungle coming next have as you, well. It's funny because actually towards, you know, me and my partner spent a lot of this weekend listening to jungle and being like, we should go to some jungle nights. So, yeah, maybe that's, where's the best place in London to go and see jungle? I have absolutely no idea. But Ben Clark, you know, who's been producing some jungly drum and bassy stuff and quite regularly does nights. Uh, I often think of going, so that could be one. All right, hit, hit us up. As in the artist Clotang that we played on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let us know about that. And if anyone knows of any good jungle nights, yeah, do uh, hit us up. Submissions at Independent Music Podcast is the email address we give out. So yeah, reach out to us there. We have a couple of new patrons, don't we, Gus? We do indeed, and yeah, now is as good a time as any. Yeah, to... while we're doing housekeeping, uh, this our little housekeeping section. Yeah, we do, and it's uh, been a little while since we had new patrons. So we had two in the time that we were off, and uh, yeah, really grateful uh, for them. They are Brendan Monaghan and Richard Burton. Thank you both so much for your generous contributions and your support of this podcast. We will no doubt be setting up a live show at some point we haven't got a date yet me and anthony have too many things on in september it's fair to say yeah i think that's fine uh, yeah get through various festivals and whatnot and allow myself some time to take a deep breath and <laughs> then we'll do it exactly and hopefully we'll see plenty of you at raw power and after that at end of the road festival don't know if we're going to be djing at end of the road but we often do but irregardless of that we will 100 percent be there we're not in the program so um and we haven't been asked and i haven't asked I'm, and i'm not planning on it either i'm planning to go there and have myself yeah. a good old time yeah. i absolutely do not care exactly i do not care a jot about not djing that is for sure <laughs> uh, so in the meantime i'm going to play something from amazon.com it's the uh, project of stella and she's a music producer and multidisciplinary artist based in los angeles uh, this is her third record i think now she's uh, had a couple this is her third one anyway on subreal records which is a record label that she's uh, one of the co-founders of it is called war bride it's out on the 13th of september and this track it's called la fiction
There you go, Amazon.com LA Fiction track is taken from War Bride out 13th of September via Subreal. Certainly one we've talked about before in the in the past. Um, just a, apologies to anyone who's listening to the podcast in the car. I drive a car and I know how annoying it can be <laughs> when there's car horns and sirens. Siren, sirens is the worst. You're just like, where's that police car? So what, no jungle and uh, mixes for you? <laughs> well, no, it's, it's fine, mate. I'm a white man. I've got no reason to be pulled over at any point with uh, racist <laughs> police, so it's uh, fine. Um, but no, Amazon.com, yeah, we might have mentioned her when we were talking about the Houndstooth compilation called Alterity, I think is how you say that, because uh, she appears on that, as does Aya, Goose, uh, Isagilia, Oshiak, uh, Lilo, uh, Tarando, and uh, Slickback, and loads of other great artists yeah, congrats to Aya for signing to a hyperdub as well well deserved for a brilliant producer yeah surprised you're not playing that on this ear pod and as uh, i didn't listen to it especially because i thought you were going to bring it <laughs> when you miss a week there's just always such a backlog yeah so no so it means i'm gonna to have to go and listen to it it is very good but yeah amazon.com yeah war bride like i say out 13th of september she, her first release which I would have thought, I'd have guessed that we played on the pod because I listened to it a whole bunch, was Mirror River came out in 2019. And she also had a record called Vague Currency with Sieta Katorz. And actually another one that came out on a, another label, which I've now managed to misplace the name of. Uh, yeah, uh, Nastro Hood System records released the other one anyway yeah no, so yeah she's fantastic really great record really looking forward to hearing the rest of it so you just mentioned houndstooth records which is almost as though we plan these things i'm going to play the latest release on houndstooth it is by a producer called anastasia christensen and the record is called volshebo which means magic in russian and Russian is where I guess that she's from. It is uh, sort of jungly, as I mentioned earlier, but definitely got a lot of other elements in it. It's not straight for the dance floor, but it's got its moments. And this is the title track. The album's Volshebo. The track's called Volshebno. I think I'm getting that reasonably enough. Thank you. 
There we go. That's the absolutely killer sounds of Volshebno by Anastasia Christensen, which is from a full length coming on Houndstooth Records. I was a little bit, and I was like, Anastasia Christensen? I think she's Russian. But then it's got obviously like a Scandinavian surname. It turns out that she is born in Moscow and then moved to Denmark. So I guess one of her parents are Danish. So a mixture of both there. And I think that is a fantastic seven minutes of jungly electronic good stuff. I'm guessing that you love that. Yeah, happily listen to a lot more of it. Happily just sit here, <laughs> sort of in my own world a little bit, not really paying much attention to anything apart from the music as I was listening to that. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Nice. Yeah, Houndstooth have released just so much brilliant music. It's the in-house uh, record label at Fabric, the London club, and uh, definitely way more than just anything that's to do with the club now it's just a a grade electronic music label yeah absolutely and yeah thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast feels even though we've had a couple of long ones feels like a fairly short pod this week uh, to bring you back uh, thank you to nick mccroston who's our editor and producer and yeah thank you to you anthony for doing this podcast here with me it's uh, yeah i hope this all sounds good this is the first remote recording we've done in a bunch now it's my fault i need to get down to my parents tonight because i've got a wedding in the morning and it just seemed like the easiest way to do it yeah so finding the time has been quite difficult recently so yeah thank you to all of you for listening and yeah for sticking with us and yeah hopefully it gave you a chance to catch up on the torrent of new episodes that have been consistently coming out for the last year and a half Last one, what are you closing with? I am going to close with uh, something that's uh, quite uh, metronomic is how I'm going to describe it. It's, uh, it's from a band called The Parrots. Uh, they are from Madrid. They have a new record called Dos or Dos. I think it's Dos uh, for Un, Dos, Tres. Uh, it's coming out on the 29th of October, the day after my birthday, via Heavenly Recordings here in the UK. Records actually produced by Tom First of The Horrors and plenty of his own exceptional electronic library influence. Uh, yeah, music. I saw him posting about this actually. I didn't realize it was this record. Yeah, so he would definitely be posting about it. It's, yeah, very metronomic, a bit motoric groove. This is the opening track from it. It's called You Work All Day and Then You Die. It's by the Parrots, and we'll be back next week. See you later.